Welcome everybody. It's No Driving Gloves. About one year ago today, uh, we released our first full episode of the podcast, give or take. So th this is, there's Will's celebratory notes. This is our I one didn't year. say nothing. Oh. Oh. I didn't say nothing. I don't know who did that then. That was D. Diddy. Oh, that sounded like. Do you think that sounded like Will? Well, I'm I'm no Yankee. What are you talking about? <laughs> I see the little squiggles. Exactly. I see the little squeals from squiggles here from him now. Well, okay. I woo way much more intelligently than Will. No, 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 no. That's just the society has everybody brainwashed in thinking that people with a southern accent are stupid but that's all false. I didn't say anything about your southern accent. Well, I commonly hear that um, Will's the most intelligent one on the podcast and the funniest. And... Hey, bingo. There you go. All day long. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to reflect on this past year of the podcast and uh, kind of what each one of us had in mind when... I threw out the idea, hey, let's do a podcast and talk about cars every week, or most every week, and then, you know, what we were thinking, what we think actually happened, and where we'd like to see the podcast go in the next year. And then we want to hear from you, the listeners, with some topic ideas or telling us we're nuts, or maybe what you think of the podcast, and, fill, you know, fill us in. Either go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review or a one-star review, whatever it is. Just leave us a review. or send We us. don't uh -uh, We don't accept one-star reviews. We're better than that. Yeah, we're not going to tell anybody you did that, but... No, we're going to delete your crap real fast. <laughs> if you don't want to leave us a five-star review, just don't leave us a review. Send us a message on Facebook and tell us we suck or something, but don't give us a one-star review. We'll punch you in the face. Well, do you mind shutting up by trying to leave us a one-star review? All I heard was... Yeah, Derek's having his internet challenges again tonight, or I'm having my internet challenges, but hey, <laughs> we'll get through this. That's just a normal thing of the No Driving Gloves podcast. It's uh, And I sit here and I go, oh man, it's annoying, but I listen to so many podcasts anymore. And there's one that I I keep going, these guys should be much better than they are and have much better audio quality. But one of their, their, their co-hosts, there's three of them, calls in from the middle of nowhere and has horrible internet and always always has a different recording level, etc. So I think we still do better with the, even the occasional blips and squiggles and um, twiggy-like uh, verbiage we get out of Derek. For those that don't know, Twiggy was a little robot from Buck Rogers in the 25th century from the television show of the late 70s and early 80s, which probably are both my co-hosts and a lot of our listeners. He was also a fashion model 70s. I think that's a much more later model, Twiggy. So does anybody... Uh, how about one of you guys go? When you uh, first saw me solicit for help for a podcast, what drove you to, what What did you think would come of that? 
Did you think we'd be sitting here a year later wasting a couple hours every Wednesday or Thursday night chatting about nothing? No, man. I, I figured uh, I figured it would last for a while. It's done, you know, it's something you, you really have to want to do, though. You know, it don't just – we're all three so freaking busy with our jobs and what we have going on, you know, after, you know, 5 o'clock and on the weekends. And, you know, we all three travel a good bit, too. So, you know, it's something that we have to really – we have to want to do this. If not, there's always an excuse to 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 just skip out, you know, and and – so we've we've all three pushed hard to to keep doing it, and you know, it, a podcast that lasts a year is it's really pretty rare with all the podcasts that are out there, right, John? Yeah, it's it's a definitely a goal, and it's definitely a lot more work than you think there is when it comes to the podcast world. It. Uh... It takes a commitment, and we've had some scheduling issues, and of course we've missed a a week or two. Just you know, life gets in the way, and you know, you know, Derek manages a museum, and Will manages a hot rod shop, and uh, why I don't do all the managing, you know, I manage a fairly large swap meet and handle some restoration and a parts department, and um, so it just. It it takes a commitment, and we do apologize for the weeks that we've missed. And um, I've gotten better with my editing. I'm watching my personal Facebooks lately, and uh, <laughs> the first episode of the podcast, one of our little uh, three or four minute intros. Um, I think I said it took me something like an hour or two hours per minute to edit that podcast, and I've much improved that to. Uh, I think I'm editing now somewhere about two to one. So for every one minute of podcast you hear, I get two minutes in. Derek, are you having any luck hearing us? I see uh, you coming and going a little bit with uh, your Internet connection. Well, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? And uh, what did I miss? Uh, we we got you. We, we just uh, It was just Will kind of covering... Uh, what he thought when we got into it and how the year years went and talking about how a little bit difficult or more difficult it was uh, than and scheduling and, you know, the effort that goes and, you know, making it a year is a uh, groundbreaking mark. Uh, what, what I'll give you kind of the same question I asked him when I sent out the note saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Anybody interested in doing this thing? And you responded, what did you think you were in for, and is it anything like you thought you were in for? Well, I was expecting fame, glory, and fortune, and I um, haven't seen any of it. So, guess not. Some of us just aren't cut out for it, Derek. I mean, yeah, you know. well, you know. Apparently us three, we just, you know... We're gonna we're gonna be on the we're gonna be on the backside, but that's all right. It's we it's got, okay, you know. But we 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 got people that follow us and listen to us and like what we say, and it's kind of one of those things where we're trying to win the race and not win the war, right? Or what? <laughs> you, you can you can totally edit that out. 
we're, we're trying to win the battle. We're trying to win the war, not win the battle. You know, <laughs> something like one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, whatever. Yeah, saying, you, know, you know, one of those fancy southern saying, idiom type yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. But um, let me see if I've if I've learned it right. Uh, you know, ah, bless your heart, Will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's okay to make fun of somebody if you say bless their heart afterwards. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, to, to to be more serious, um, I wasn't really sure what the heck I was getting into. Um, figured it'd be a lot of um, sitting around talking cars with two other guys, one that I'd known for a while and one that I didn't know if I wanted to know, and I still don't know the answer to that. Uh, <laughs> I was going <laughs> but uh no i mean i think it's been i mean it's been kind of what i've expected hey wait wait a minute who's been to see you and who hadn't been to see me who is going to be visiting you the day this podcast that we're on right now is released to our (laughs) listeners but but still going to be hanging out (laughs) the the only reason you're doing that is a business transaction that's right. Hey, we don't have I, to bring that I, up. I mean, I've come and visited you and Will, and Will's come and visited you. Nope, nobody ever comes and visits me. No, thanks. Well, let me see. Will Will came to visit because there was an event he was attending for business. Um, so that wasn't out of the kindness of his heart. Uh, it was, uh, too. John, I, was staying, I was staying on the other side of town. <laughs> <laughs> John happened to be passing by and was like, oh, yeah, that's right, the Corvette Museum. Hmm. I guess I can stop. <laughs> so, yeah, basically this is exactly what I expected, and uh, obviously it's exactly what we do. So uh, scheduling because of Will is a pain in the butt. Other than that, well, it's been a pretty fun year. Yeah, Mr. Wedding Derek there, who's missed out, a, what, three weeks this year because of weddings and if I understand right, you're going to miss at least two more episodes this year because of weddings. Now, that's just because of one wedding. Well, yeah. I have to be at that one. Priorities. He's considering it now, going, you're right. Maybe I should take my recording equipment on my honeymoon. Well, oh, I was actually <laughs> I was actually considering it and, like, you know, podcasting the whole ceremony. Okay. There you go. There you go. Well, you considered it for about two seconds, and she said, uh, hell no. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think her comment was, I, what, what, I don't want Will anywhere near our wedding, even if it's over a computer. Hell, I don't blame her at all. Well, I'm going to use this opportunity to plug the No Driving Gloves YouTube channel while it's no videos you can listen to the podcast on youtube and if derek would like to send us wedding footage we'll just post the whole wedding there i'll only send the outtakes and the bloopers and i'm still waiting for my invite so that i you know i've already bought derek his wedding present i saw something I go hey i know him and his fiance would like to own these and it won't be on their registry so it'll be totally unexpected Hmm. We don't even have a registry, so you're right. It's not. See, I'm psycho. You should. No, I'm not going to go there. 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on this one. I don't know. Go there. Go no, there. I want no, no, no. Let's go. No, there. Come on. No, Come on. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't need to go there. Yeah. Off air, I would go there, but I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that. Uh, and this is how the last year has went for the podcast. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of off-topic stuff. But I think the three of us have built a pretty decent friendship, and all of us have conducted business. I mean, Derek's shown some of my friends and clients, I guess, or museum patrons around his museum as they're going by. I've done the same for him. And I think Will's even called and said, hey, I've got somebody coming by. Can you, you know, take a few minutes? And it's something a couple of years ago I don't think any of us would have done. And we've really we've actually done done business with each other you know i mean yeah. Derek and i've struck up a deal and i said he's gonna be here monday to uh get his stuff and head back out you know so it's been i think it's been really good no it's been i think it's been beneficial for all, for all of us on all, mm-hmm. all all aspects and hopefully it hasn't been too boring to the listeners out there Uh, I actually think probably one of the coolest things, I I think it was one of our, um, oh, I don't remember if maybe it was a Facebook comment or where it came from, but I think Will just threw something against the wall, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but, you know, I was, I was happy to hear, I think it was when maybe Will was off once and John and I did kind of a history of the automobile you know, the very early automobile history. And somebody said they kept having to pause the podcast to go look up the cars because they'd never heard of them. You know, that was that was kind of one of the cool things to me because that was another thing with the podcast. And I think John knows me well enough and Will's probably picked up on it. I'm very passionate about educating people uh, on the early automobile industry and kind of the history of that and what developed out of the early days of the automobile to bring us to where we are today. So anytime I hear a comment that something, you know, we talked about on the show or something like that has sparked interest in one of our listeners to go look up a car that they'd never heard of. I mean, that's, that to me is, is worth doing the podcast. So. That reminds me, um, this probably isn't the place to tell you, but I keep forgetting about it. Remind me either after the podcast or send me an email tomorrow. I'm supposed to do a email introduction to a journalist with the New York Times and you discussing parts and things for 100-year-old automobiles. He's doing a series. He's trying to sell a series of articles he's writing on that. So, But he, he, he'd like to talk to you and stuff like that. So, All right. So. Remind me on that because you know it's just one of those you know billion phone calls I get a day, and <laughs> I've got it. I got a sticky on my desk. I just got to get down to that sticky note. Unfortunately, I pile things on top of stuff instead of put them under. But that's my organization system. So is now nah, I don't even have organization. Yeah, that, I'm lying. You're right. I don't either. I have a desk that's much too small for all my piles of clutter. My organization system is going, hey, Levi, remember this. I was going to say you hired somebody. Because <laughs> I am terrible, terrible at that. 
You know, speaking of uh, employees there at the shop and hiring people, uh, do you have a, a weekly uh, segment here of Will's employment? Corner? No, dude, I got like eight people right now, so I'm 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 good. Um, no, all right. I've actually just hired uh, hired another guy. He's on his like fourth week, I think. Fifth week. This is his fifth week, and somebody with some really good experience, uh, about 15 years experience and has really added, uh, another level to, to big Oak. So really, really happy to have Philip on board with us and, um, is making my life a lot easier. So if he wouldn't have came, I don't know if anybody follows me on Facebook or big Oak on Facebook. We're doing a, uh, Camaro build for a guy named David Coker, uh, who owns Rocket Racing Wheels. He approached me about building a Camaro with a really, really, really short timeline to build the car in. And I called Philip in here and asked him if he wanted to, you know, be the main man on it because I'm trying to finish up another project in the shop. And uh, he said, "Yeah, let's let's do it." So, you know, it only worked here a couple of weeks and. You know, I threw this on his back, and man, he's just he's just taken off and ran with it. You know, so just really, really excited that that he's here, he's fitting in with the guys well, and working out pretty good. And we've shared some of those uh, build videos that you've posted to Big Oak onto the No Driving Gloves page, also to let people have a little bit of insight into your daily life. And you know, we occasion we occasionally will uh, share the more Monday episodes that Derek does. I don't do a lot of video stuff, so. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give the I'll give our podcast listeners a little insight on this. We're actually a week ahead of the videos in actual work. If you want to get a sneak peek of this car, be at the Good Guys event in Des Moines, Iowa, because we will be there with the car, shaking it down and and fine tuning the suspension and brakes and steering and everything like that for Columbus. So let the cat out of the bag a little bit. Um, just don't tell everybody and because we're going to do a Facebook Live unveil of the car in Columbus. So I kind of left a little weak window there in case we had a major hiccup or something bad went wrong. Um, but everything's looking good to to have it in uh, have it in Des Moines. So it won't be it won't have the stickers on it and it won't be all lettered up and stuff like that, but it'll be, we'll be out there, you know, shaking it down with our driver and getting it, uh, getting it dialed in. That sounds pretty cool. I'm, I guarantee you I won't make Des Moines. I've kind of got Columbus on my radar. I enjoyed that event last year and it all depends on, you know, since we have supplemented your, um, I need help. The big Oak help wanted section of the show with john selling a house show i'm still working some contracts on mine so hopefully i'm not asking you to come by my house but if my house is sold i'll come see you in columbus if my house isn't i probably won't but. sounds like a plan to me i'd just like to uh take this moment to point out that i don't advertise on this show what <laughs> All right, all right. I advertise our exhibits. Okay, you got me. All right. 
By the way, Louis de Lama is uh, open the new Chevrolet racing exhibit. So people should come out and see it. It's pretty cool. I'm going to come see it. I'll probably come see it in uh, the second weekend in August. I'll be in Bowling Green for the Tri Five Nationals. So that's probably when I'll cool. I'll come by and, and check it out. And hopefully, I'll be, in, uh, I'll be in Charleston, South Carolina, getting married. Oh, snap. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll probably swing by and see it on my way to Columbus. <laughs> when is Columbus? Uh, I, uh, it's in four weeks. 1492. Yep. Ah, yes. It's the second weekend in July. Yeah. Same, same weekend. So July. The 14th, 15th? No, 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 no. No. It's it's the first weekend in July, my bad. Okay. So Des Moines Des Moines is the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth or twenty ninth, thirtieth and first, and then Columbus is the sixth, seventh, and eighth. And the fourth of July is right yeah. in the middle of that. It's just really scary yeah. week. So the first the first full weekend in July. Yeah. So. I might I might actually be able to make at least a day of Columbus. I don't think I have anything going on that weekend. It's a good event. It's a really good event. I personally, I like Des Moines just as much as I do Columbus. But Columbus has more, more, I don't know, more, more pro builders show up to Columbus. You have, uh, you have more, more high end cars because they're, they do street machine of the year and street rod of the year in Columbus. So it's, uh, there's a little more going on. Um, but man, Des Moines is just a really, really killer show. So I'm, I'm, I haven't been to Des Moines in eight years. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about going. So Derek, well, how many people? I mean, it's, a, it's our, it's our one year anniversary. I mean, we got to keep yeah. this like we do every other episode where we just randomly stop and have dead air for a while. <laughs> so, so you're Louis de Lamont. We may as well go ahead and do a plug since we were our discussion, since we were talking about it for the last three weeks or so. How do we? How do you want to say this, Will? How many street rod guys or hot rod guys came over and uh, took advantage of that? Did you, did you see any traffic out of you know? I hear that five or six guys got together to drive their cars cross country. Yeah, well, yeah, five or six guys, and uh, it actually, um, I had the power tour on my calendar wrong and thought it was this coming weekend um, for some reason and hadn't planned on opening opening the exhibit until just this past Monday, the 11th. And on Friday, I was actually out of work traveling and got a, a message saying, uh, basically, the museum is starting to be extremely busy with uh, guys from the Power Tour, and there's a lot of them asking, you know, what's under all the car covers in the exhibit? Any chance we can get the exhibit open early? And we had just a couple fine-tuning details to do. Um, you know, the labels hadn't gone out yet, so fortunately... Um, you know, part of my team and the facilities team got together and I basically directed them on what to do from the road. And we were able to get it, uh, the exhibit open actually 
early and on Friday for the hot, for the hot rod power tour. I think on Friday we had around 1100 visitors to the museum. So definitely a big influx because of the power tour. And on Saturday, I think we broke over 1700 visitors to the museum. So um, a lot of those guys on the hot rod power tour uh, had the good fortune to to get to see the exhibit. You know, they got to see us actually uncover all the cars in the exhibit because it was the middle of the day. You know, a lot of them, of course, those guys knew what most of those cars were, the history behind them. Um, but from what I was told, the probably two of the big hits in the exhibit with that group were the 1910 Buick Bug and the 1957 actual Sedco built down at Nally Chevrolet, uh, Black Widow, known as Ram Jester, um, which is you know on loan from the Peterson Museum out in California, and I guess those two cars just got all kinds of attention from the hot rod guys, the power tour guys. So, uh, yeah, it was it 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 was a good event for Bowling Green last year when it ended here, and it was a great event for Bowling Green again this year, and of course for the Corvette Museum. So we were glad to see the guys in town. And then I think after they left here, they went to um, another guy's, some of them stopped by another guy's shop down somewhere in Alabama. Isn't that right, Will? Oh, uh, yeah, on Monday. They went from um, Bowling Green to Chattanooga and spent the night in Chattanooga. And then they, uh, you know, left Chattanooga and went on to uh, the Birmingham area, a little place called Hoover. We were lucky enough that uh, Big Oak Garage was on the official route. Don't know how that happened, but I'm glad it did. Pretty cool. So, you know, I put a couple little things out on Facebook and set our uh, 48-foot display trailer up next to the road with our, you know, canopy out and went and bought 14 or 15 cases of water and had them on ice Man, people just motored in here all day. It was it was really pretty wild. I, I I knew a couple of people had contacted me about stopping pie, and man, it was like the floodgates were open. I mean, I, I would like to have been outside to see some of the cars, but I was kind of stuck in the shop from eight o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the afternoon, just uh, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, so to speak. So. It was uh, it was really a blessing. I, I don't know how many people come by, but it it was uh, there was a crowd here at, at all times. So it was it was very much appreciated. Everybody that stopped by and grabbed the water and hung out for a while and asked about the projects we got going on in the shop. We had to we we had one of them covered up because we don't really know where where that project is going. It's definitely not a Detroit car, but it's kind of that caliber of a build. So, uh, you never know what, what new show is going to pop up to have a, you know, a true unveiling of a car at the show, or, you know, they, they might get their crap together in Detroit and get it back the way it should be, uh, before this car is done. So, so anyway, I apologize to everybody for, for not being able to see the car that was co- covered up, but uh, just give it a little time and you'll be able to see see it finished. And I'll post a lot of build pictures after after the car is finished. Simple marketing I, technique. Let, let them right. leave wanting more. <laughs> that's right. And then when they left I just here. I bad for those uh, babies that you had to kiss. Hey, you know what? 
I don't know what it is about babies. They like this ugly face and this bald head. I, I just, I don't know why. I mean, uh, all the guys that work at the shop, when they have babies, I, you know, they, they come to me. They come to the shop, man, they, they want me. I, I don't know why. I just, uh, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, but, man, after they left here, they went to Birmingham. So how did it go at the uh, Barber Motorsports Museum there, Viviani? Well, I hang out in the basement at the museum, and kind of like Derek, so that he doesn't feel so embarrassed, I went up and I talked to our people on uh, Friday and said, so what are we doing for the power tour? And from what I understand, our, from what I understand, what I've been telling people is we're staying open late Monday and opening early Tuesday. And their comment was, well, we wanted to do something, but it was last weekend. We had it on our calendar wrong also. So we had kind of had to scramble a little bit. And unfortunately, we had uh, the museum was rented out for a major event with an auto manufacturer Monday night, so we couldn't stay open late. But we got a few few people in on Monday. And, you know, we're when it really comes down to it, we're about 30 minutes from the Met. So you really got to know we're there and you really want to come see us. And our marketing is all we're a motorcycle museum. But as I've mentioned on the podcast before and kind of joked, you know, we have over 100 cars in our car collection and we're adding a significant number in the next couple of weeks, too. Uh, we just had three arrive and uh, something out of Carol Shelby's collection. We should have another one come in this week and a couple more and another couple of weeks. So the car collection's growing. Mr. Barber's putting a little bit behind that. I don't, we didn't see the n- number of people that uh, Derek did, and then we uh, we did open a little bit early on Tuesday, but not too much, and uh, I think everybody was pretty much on their way to Atlanta Motorsport Park at, by that time, because, you know, you, you give Hot Rodders a, a racetrack and a drag strip, they're, they're going to make a beeline to it, and uh, unfortunately, we weren't using our track for them on uh, Tuesday. So we did see a few. There were some cool neat happenings here my work schedule did not permit me to get out i was scheduled off on monday so i could spend the day out at the hoover met with the guys but unfortunately sometimes work gets in the way and i actually do have to work and i just last minute thing came up and i couldn't get out there but i know they had some auto crossing and uh uh, I haven't even heard car number, uh, car counts out there. A couple thousand cars, and I've still got four or five friends that are still doing the tour. They started in Bowling Green, and they're working their way across the country, country with them, and their Z06s and Stingrays and Demons and Hellcats. And so hopefully I'll be able to catch up with them and get a little bit of a feedback and find out how the whole tour went. Seems to be exciting, but... Unfortunately, I don't have the wonder, wonderment stories that the other guys do. And because my office is not at the front door, I don't necessarily get to see everybody who comes and wanders through our building. But we had some neat stuff on display for them and tried to get a couple of the new exhibits up a little bit early. And you know, now we've taken them back down to, to kind of get them clean up so they're, or cleaned up so that they're fully ready for display. And we were packing well part of monday where we're packing a container shipped off two cars and three motorcycles to goodwood 
for the hill climb here in about a month and you know friday was scrambling to get in some of those parts together and that was monday morning is getting that container loaded and it's hot in alabama even at seven in the morning so all kind of exhausted but that's how the power tour went for me so for the first time and i don't know they've been here four times in probably the last eight years i did not or was not able to partake in any of it after heck i asked for my time off six months ago and Unfortunately, sometimes you have to act like a grown-up and be a grown-up. We'll go ahead and go back to our anniversary show topics, and I'm going to say, you know, those plans, best-laid plans of mice and men, and sometimes things change, but Will and Derek and I haven't really sat down and said, hey, what's our next year's goals? What Now that we've done this for 12 months, what's our next 12-month goal? You know, I said two weeks ago that, we broke 5,000 downloads and thought that was pretty good. This week we broke 5,300, so we're starting to get some traction. We had Zara on last week who's been doing some of our social media, and our social media is beginning to pick up some traction. We went to a more simplified but much easily, or a more simplified website that's always up to date with the episodes on it. So I think that's helped. So... Our listenership is beginning to grow significantly. It's taken us a little bit of time to get some traction, but like a really good street... Will hates it when I say it. Like a really good hot rod. We're, you know, we're, we're finally getting traction, and we're, we're just not spinning our wheels anymore, and uh, we might have been able to... We might have figured out this, or starting to figure out this. Well, it's time to quit, then. I was going to say... Do you get, time to start something else. <laughs> do either one of you have any goals that you want to say out here in front of everybody or things? And we, you know, mentally we can put this together. I've I've got my my list, but I'm going to go last. It's my show, so I don't I'll, know. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what my goals for oh, next year are is to, you know, I said I was going to get some people to do some interviews with and stuff like that, and I have miserably failed at that. Um, so <laughs> one of my goals is, is to have, have some more guests on. Um, I think that, that just adds a different element to the podcast and, um, whether it's Scotty D or, you know, who, who knows? I mean, um, one of the guys from the shop, you know, one of, one of my, one of my fab guys or Gavin, my paint and body guy. Any anything like that, just to kind of add a different element to it, I think that would uh, that would that would make things a little more interesting, and 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 try to at least do a couple of different remote broadcasts. Whether we can go to SEMA and do something, or a good guys event and do something, or I don't know, but that 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 would be what I'd like to see. You know, as far as listeners go. It's going to come, you know, we'll probably have 10 or 15,000 by the end of next year if we keep going the way we're going. Um, so anyway, that's what I have in mind. What about you, D-Rock? Yeah, well, I got to agree. I mean, talking about uh, interviews for a while now, and uh, I think John did one uh, with uh, the young lady that uh, uh, drives race cars, and I, I apologize, I cannot remember her name right now, John. That was with uh, Jordan Towns. 
and I've got I've got two more lined up with the the other two women that I was supposed to interview, but <laughs> I ah, have, very I, good. I have yet to sit down and get those completed. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a big goal for me. Will you know as well as some of those interviews lined up, and you know, I've I've, I've already talked about you know to Will and John, uh, not on the show, but uh, of course Andy Pilgrim, former uh, Corvette racing driver, still drives for. Um, Chevrolet, you know, he's driving Camaros now, and uh, over in Europe, he's driving for Porsche. Uh, he motorsports park uh, that the museum runs, and uh, he has agreed to come on for an interview and, and sit with us, talk about his history as a race car driver. He's doing here in Bowling Green. Um, that's he's kind of dedicated himself on the the you know side of not being on the racetrack to uh, educate people about distracted driving. So we're going to sit down with Andy Pilgrim, hopefully soon, uh, to talk about that. And then get, as you say, Will, you know, some of, and John, you know, some of the people that know um, from other museums, um, some of the experts in in different fields of maybe, you know, uh, some of the other early car experts that I know and, and hang out with, get them on the show. Um, you know, I'm good friends with some guys that are involved in, in early steam railroading, uh, get some of those guys on the show. We can kick around some early and, uh, you know, just like say, get more of those interviews out, try to, try to kind of broaden the, the range of topics we have on the show and, and, uh, the people we involve in the show. So that's a big one. And, and personally for me, I'm, Will's been pretty good at it. John's been pretty good at it. I've been probably pretty bad at it but getting more of the photos and the videos that we talk about from things get those to john get them up on the website on the youtube whatever we're putting them uh, that way when we, you guys listen to a podcast and we talk about something you can you can actually get online and see it as well as as hear us talk about it so um that's kind of my big goals for the next year and uh yeah hopefully we'll get like Will said, you know, 10, 15,000 listeners by the end of the next year. So we'll just keep pushing it forward. What I'm looking at on my end is a lot of, I do a lot of the production work and things. You know, I joke it's my show, but everything is kind of discussed between the three of us because if those two leave, I'm sure you don't want to sit here and listen to me bore everybody. And, you know, a lot of times we've, I've proven with, you know, I've had uh, Sean Yoder on and, the Zara episode last week and Jordan and while Zara will probably become a little bit more regular than the other two. And what, every time we have a guest host, then the, the download numbers jump. And that's kind of important to me is getting those download numbers up. And part of what I need to step up my game for and what I promise these guys is doing a little bit better with the social media and Zara's helping with that. But She's good at reposting and getting the funny memes and getting the interactions, which helps us on the Facebook and Instagram. But we need to, like Derek said, get some of our show topics up. You know, I've done a couple of the video clips that, from, that I filmed from the lane, which hopefully I have permission to do. I got thinking, you know, <laughs> it's probably commercial use, but I guess they'll say something to me if they, they really didn't like the videos out there. But getting some of that out and some of, you know, the, the events, you know, Will was so buried on Monday 
you know, he didn't expect to have a thousand guys swing by his shop. You know, he didn't have a chance to get any photos, and we had hoped to get some photos up of that. And, you know, one of our best um, social media posts was when I went and visited Will for his uh, annual car show type thing and posted some videos from there. The interaction was great there. So it's just a matter, like Derek says, we've got to get a lot more of these photos up in that, and I've kind of brought Zara on board to help with that that little bit there i really need to get better with the show notes and some links and we promised to give you links during shows and like i said the part of the the web revamp was getting the episodes up there now it'll be getting the show notes so you'll be able to go to that and see notes from every show and have links and details and things we talked about and you know even if you wanted to see that um louis de lamont display we'll have a link to it so you can find out the hours and uh, such like that. So part part of that, you know, part of me is the interviews, and the other part is really getting the infrastructure and background in there. We've proven we can do the show. We've proven we've got a solid listener base. Um, I'm happy with the download numbers. They hit my goals. Um, I'm not satisfied with them. I'm somebody, you know, I want 10,000 downloads w- per episode. Um, I, I want to make us a part of a podcast network and maybe get a couple other shows. You know, that's thinking big. But right now we're focusing on no driving gloves and our listeners, and we really need your inputs in that. You know, we do, uh, we get some, some feedback, but you guys are quiet. <laughs> You're our podcast listeners. You need to give us some hints and help. I mean, we come up with uh, topics, and I do grab a few every now and then off uh, Facebook suggestions, or every now and then I'll get an email giving me something, but more regular involvement and give us feedback about what we've talked about. We won't like to, you know, go back and get a show. I don't quite ha- ever have enough questions to do a whole show about, oh, on your trucks episode you discussed, or why are you so hard on Elon Musk, or why are you such in, so in love with Elon Musk, or we need we we need your feedback to know what you want to hear. So <clears throat> that's just it. Speaking it's, of Elon Musk, uh, did you guys see the new news out of him about the compressed air? Uh, the rocket-powered Tesla Roadster. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we can talk about that on an upcoming episode. Uh, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. See, so brought up. I, I put it on my personal Facebook page, but maybe now I can go ahead and share it to the No Driving Gloves page. My uh, comment was, what kind of drugs do billionaires get? Because I don't know anybody who smokes that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> but, but then again, you know, the uh, flamethrowers started to, excuse me, the not a flamethrower started delivering this week. They had to rename the flamethrowers that Musk is selling not a flamethrower because it's illegal to ship flamethrowers. Uh, by FedEx or by Air, so they named him not a flamethrower. So that allows them to be able to ship those to you. And people are awesome. already burning down their houses and cars and <laughs> arms and legs. But hey, it's a it's a, they're just fun. Hey, Will, will will you have yours in by the time I'm there next Monday? What? You're not a flamethrower, so we can burn some stuff down. Be sweet. Oh, my 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 flamethrower's been here, brother. All right. Yeah, it was part of that new paint booth I bought. 
1.5 million BTU heater hanging up in there. That's about the only flamethrower I need. <laughs> At some point, I'll have to tell you a story about Team Lotus in the 60s. A bomb, or not such a bomb, and Bernie Ecclestone's new awning on his trailer back when he owned the Tyrrell team. But that's a, that's a story for another day, speaking of flamethrowers and burning things down. I think that I'm going to make us wrap it up there. We just wanted to touch on and have kind of a casual anniversary show, reflect and let you guys know what we're going through and what our thought processes were. And touched on the power tour a little bit, so you got your car info. Do either one of you have anything to go on to say, or we're going to go ahead and call it wraps for tonight, make it another little short one, and... uh most of us or all of us or some combination of the three of us will be joining you next week for another exciting episode of No Driving Gloves. Well, we got to cut this short because we all need to go grab a celebratory drink for making our one-year podcast anniversary. So, Go grab? I thought you brought it with you. I've been drinking all through the episode. <laughs> oh, I, I, I pre-drank and then I took a break and I'm going to go actually do the celebratory drink now okay i'm already drunk say dr will do you have anything or i'm drunk with that i'm gonna say good night good afternoon or good morning depending when you're listening to this talk to you guys next week later here's to another year